going on, everyone? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Live to Make podcast. Uh, essentially, this is a place where we can kind of showcase different creative people that are passionate about their craft and, you know, are doing things in the industry. Um, you know, a lot of people that basically are honed in on what they're doing and they're kind of working at it every day. You know, they live and breathe this sort of stuff. And, you know, I think like Jamie and I are super passionate about what we do. I do graphic design and visual arts and things like that. Jamie's an awesome cinematographer and uh, director of photography. And, you know, we all kind of wear a little bit of like different hats in the creative uh, realm. Um, so this podcast is essentially made to like showcase these different artists and kind of just dig into what they're doing day to day and kind of see if we can gather some inspiration, learn more about their topics and just kind of their day to day and kind of, uh, you know, just explore and, and use this as a place to kind of have fun and collaborate and just look at new ideas. So today we've got a uh, Danny Dufford here, uh, who's an awesome concept artist and illustrator uh actually met him through jamie um and you're from ohio correct correct okay what part of ohio uh from columbus moved to cincinnati a while ago and then uh i mean that's where i heard of jamie and you've been living here now like a couple months right uh yeah i think going on four months now four months so what what brought you out here in the first place uh my girlfriend got a job yeah so just came home one day. She was like, "Hey, we're moving to San Diego." I was like, "Oh, okay." And you're like, "All right, I guess yeah. I'll just kind of like hop on board." With right? That. Yeah, I'll start packing. And you brought your rabbits with you, right? I know you have yeah, rabbits. Yeah, yeah, two bunnies. That's so, <laughs> so random. Yeah, they they did not like the drive very much. Just hopping around the cage as you're driving. Uh, yeah, mostly sleeping, okay. but in a small cage. Uh, we had to sneak them into like a fancy Vegas hotel. Nice. Did I tell you guys about that? No, no. Pretty I didn't know you stopped. Yeah, we stopped in, in Vegas. In yeah, Vegas. yeah. Haley's grandmother came through, clutch with a uh, timeshare that was off the strip. So, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. We just took the bunnies, threw them in a duffel bag, and brought them up, and then like put towel, like every towel and sheet that was in the hotel room, we put it down on the floor, uh, <laughs> and like on the baseboards and stuff, so they couldn't chew anything, and. <laughs> There's actually a photo or a illustration that you made about that move. Yes. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, that was our uh, announcement. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, so Danny, I mean, would you say what would you say like your style is? I mean, I I would mm. like to hear like how you would describe it cuz like I feel like that's actually an interesting question. Cuz I don't really get. I mean, obviously I have influences, but like it feels very like fun and like whimsical but also like sort of to me at least like pixar disney ish right. but like you have like you can obviously tell it's like your own style on top of it yeah i mean there's definitely a way that i kind of interpret things yeah. but if i had to describe like how i approached each piece uh it would be like a rendered graphic style i think that's because i try to like keep keep some like graphic shapes and stuff um yeah, so it's like this this piece right here uh, that you did of like mm. you and Haley yeah, and your yeah, rabbits yeah. like mm-hmm. on the beach. That's so awesome. Like it's uh, it almost looks it's... like Sunset Cliffs or or something like La Jolla. Right. Yeah. Got, did like, you have to Google a photo of San Diego before so, you even? Yeah, because I had that I had I didn't know anything about San Diego before we moved. Um, and Haley was actually she was about to accept a job offer in San Francisco. So I started painting this and drawing this. Uh, when we were like gung ho for San Francisco. And so in the background of that particular painting, um, 
I had to paint out the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> because oh, I just man. like, I mean, it was that close to us yeah. living there. Uh, but yeah, and then I had to like look up what does San Diego Beach look like. So, <laughs> were you happy was... with what you saw? Like when you got here? Yeah, I mean, like you never really know, though, because I mean, if you Google like, you know, Cincinnati Beach maybe it'll show you something cool that like on the perfect day like you know what the ohio river ideally looks like compared to like the swamp that it actually is so nice yeah it's working out so far can you just give like a brief background like on what you do because i sort of know but i feel like people listening might not know sure who you are like what what you do so i mean i mostly don't even know what i do uh just kind of anything um like if you, was, if, if somebody yeah. walked in and, were, and like you had to tell them like, Hey man, like this is what I do. Like, or woman, like this right. is what I do for a living. Oh, even if it's a I lot of things, know. like what are some I, of the things you do on a day to day? I would just say illustrator, but I mean, what I do on the day to day is like illustration, uh, concept art, storyboarding, um, and just that kind of realm. So it covers like a lot. Um, a lot of what I do doesn't even involve color, just involves lines or like values and that covers the storyboard side but you know then we got these projects uh you know where you need concept art and like how things are going to look and feel and all that stuff in the final animation so you're sort of like painting a picture of like what the end result would look like but it's like less risky because you can show them like not fully rendered out basically mm-hmm. like an idea right. like a, a almost like a wireframe in a sketch view I guess. right to help like the people who are doing the final work kind of all rally around one image and be like, this is how we want to make this thing feel. Nice. How did you get involved with like illustration <laughs> and concept art and all like, was it like a thing that you started doing as like a kid or? I wasn't smart enough to do anything else. So I just started drawing. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I almost went to music school actually. I, uh, but I applied to Ohio University too late, and I like came crawling to CCAD, had my portfolio in a trash bag, um, and I was like, "Can you give me a scholarship?" <laughs> yeah, and they did, which was awesome. And you know, just kind of started there. Well, I didn't start there. I mean, it had been drawn all my life. But is there another school you would have gone to if you had the choice? Um, if I had to redo it now, I would go probably to Art Center. Art Center. Yeah. Where's that? California. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's where all the big studios pull from. Yeah. You know, they don't pull from some, you know, random school in Ohio. So, but we got a couple alumni that do some pretty awesome stuff, which is nice. But yeah, I mean, overall, I'm happy with what I got out of CCAD. Would you ever say don't? Like, skip it? Mm. Because I know there's a lot of people debating that. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, And I've talked about this a lot, but never like this publicly um it all depends on how self-motivated you are there are resources out there now that weren't out there in you know 2009 when i was applying to schools and you can get a better education from people who are doing exactly what you want to do uh for cheaper online but the biggest thing about college I was a crappy student when I graduated high school. Um, I mean, I was like straight C student, except for art. Right. Uh, and I mean, like I went to college and like I was a commuter and I had to drive, you know, 25 miles every morning to get to my 8 a.m. class. And 
that helped me the most, I think, just like being punctual and like, you know, at CCD was if you were late to three classes, which was like, I think 15 minutes was like counted as a, as a late arrival. If you were late to three classes, that counted as an absence. And if you get three absences, you fail the class automatically. Hmm. So it's like. So like that helped you like today with like the way that you sort of do like your freelance. Yeah. Like being punctual. Right. And kind yeah. of like on as I was stuff. 15 minutes late to this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always yeah. like super, right. <laughs> I'm always like super on time. Uh, and you know, like, I don't think I've ever been late on a deadline or anything like that. So, uh, like getting my schedule worked out and stuff is what college really helped me do. I feel like also like, I mean, just from knowing you for however many months, like four Mm -hmm. or five months, and I'm sure Jamie would agree with this. Like you're super, I don't know, you're just a very nice guy. Like you're very humble and you're very like particular about certain things. Like, I guess like, I don't really see you as the type that to procrastinate really too much maybe mm-hmm. you do in your own time but i feel like you always present yourself very professionally and very yeah. like kind and generous and i think that goes a long way with just being a creative because there's people that are like really talented and mm-hmm. good but like if you don't have that sort of like charisma and just like i don't know like that personality that just shows that you're trusted then right who's gonna want to work with you you know what i mean so yeah i don't know i see that in you so it's kind of cool yeah you're, you're definitely not gonna get as far no if you're a dick yeah, or I mean, that's just that's not a, a good person. It's a big discussion in the arts community yeah. is like you can be so talented. But if you're like terrible to work with, you're not going to get any clients. 100%. Well, how would you say like reputation like fits into like your or just like um like rapport? You know, mm-hmm. how would that fit into like your workflow and just like the way that you kind of go about things in your life? Yeah, I mean, having like a good rapport with a client is super important, obviously. I mean, they feel like I'm open to their ideas and that if they want to, you know, change something, they're not afraid to like talk to me about it or like think, see what I think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and having that extend through, uh, the project and after it finishes, um, a lot of what I get work from is word of mouth. So people who've worked with me will tell, you know, they'll have buddies who have studios or whatever and referrals work comes up over there they're like hey we know this great guy that's awesome man so yeah it's i mean super important what are you um like what are you working on right now that you're excited about as Mm. far as like uh i mean i'm sure there's like many things that yeah i mean i just finished up a storyboard that i'm like really proud of and but it, it sucks doing that kind of thing like storyboards especially in concept art because you can't like put it on your portfolio or your website until oh, after that because you have to sign contracts out. and ndas and all that stuff mm-hmm. right so it's like you know well, you've I, got you've got some storyboards on your site right now that we could look at right yeah now. i've got a good amount of storyboards some, up on there. Up right mm-hmm. some of the good ones but um yeah i mean always good storyboard work like trying to evolve that uh because i didn't know what storyboards were until i graduated college that was not not ever a thing that i thought i was going to go into they I never just, even said that was like part of well, that could be part of your career. Right. I heard I heard about it. Um like and I knew kind of what they were, but uh it wasn't until after I graduated Brandon Ferris at Leapframe yeah. was like, Hey, what do you charge per board? And I was like, What are you talking about, dude? You're fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't do anything like that. And he's like, No, storyboards, you could totally do it. Like I'll help you. So uh, yeah, Brandon Ferris over at Leap Frame and uh, the guys at Foster and Flux, 
kind of took me under their wing and like got me hooked on doing boards and stuff. I've got some uh, yeah. uh, the Exxon Mobile ones pulled up right here. Yeah, those are pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, that was um, those were all those are always a, like a challenge, you know, uh, like drawing cards, cars and whatnot. As you know, Jamie and I are about to jump into something, but um, drawing lots of cars. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to you know I don't draw many cars outside of you know that project, so it was fun to just like have that challenge and kind of like look at these every day you know when you're when you're working on these storyboards mm-hmm. like they look really beautiful right now it's like i'm looking do you kind of like sketch out like in your notebook first to kind of like rough things yeah. out and then finalize in these little thumbnail spots right yeah for sure yeah i mean i start out everything with like a super quick like composition sketch and that won't take me i mean it does take a while because you need to figure out you just need to think you know you're like creating something a lot of the time from nothing and you're trying to get inside your client's head and, and figure out like you know, how do they want this shoot to come across because you know you can have all these crazy like angles and stuff uh for each frame but it's like if they don't want this like dynamic spot or whatever they're shooting mm-hmm. uh you know it's not gonna fly and you're just gonna have to do it over so i start everything out with like a super rough sketch basically just shapes and I send it to them and I kind of walk them through it and have everything labeled. I'm like, this is the, the composition for each frame. Um, you know, once we get every composition approved, then approved. I'll go in. And Saves I'll you a lot of time to do oh, it yeah. that way, right? I mean, you would never want to start on the final without the client seeing, you know, what they're going to get first. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like in, in like my workflow, like I mm-hmm. try to. I try to at least show like rough sketches or like yeah. rough wireframes before sure. I go in and design things and like flesh it out too much because yeah. it can be a nightmare if you have to oh, go yeah. back and revise all those things. I mean, I had a I had a professor in college who taught us a really great lesson, um, and it was before we started an, an illustration project, uh, we would have to do like this thumbnailing phase, and everyone would get so mad because he would tell you like, you know, by uh, you know, Monday or by, you know, Wednesday, whenever the class was, it, w- it would end up being like two days in between classes. He would say like, you need to have 500 thumbnail sketches and 500. Yeah. You would never get 500. We had 20. Yeah. I remember 20 was like what we, we, no one would ever do 500, but he basically just said like, you need to get as many ideas down as you can. And like, don't stop when you think you have it because your first one is going to suck yeah. and your second one definitely isn't going to be it. And it's like, if you keep evolving and you keep trying, and if you do get to 500, it's like, chances are it's going to be, be good pretty good. One of them is in there. Yeah. yeah. One of them, the, one of the best ones is going to be in there somewhere. So it's like, you know, that thumbnailing phase and that thinking phase is like really important. Good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like photography. Oh yeah. You take sure. 500 pictures only right. 20 of them are good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And that's not like, it's not like a messy way to look like. I feel like people would be like, oh, well, you should be good at what you're doing. You should be able to like put something out right away. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, that's part of the creative process. And people, yeah. I think, are skewed on what that's the creative definitely, process is. It sounds like something someone who doesn't understand the creative process would say or would think about that. You know, they think, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Who's a famous painter? They think like that, that famous painter did that painting on their first try right. and that there oh, wasn't yeah. like a bunch of, you know, like crumpled up canvases thrown in the corner like on the trash can. So it's exactly. like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're it's a process. Like, so you look at like a skate video or something. Right. 
they landed it first try. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they've been filming for like half a day for that. Yeah. You know. And oh, then you sure. see you see all the outtakes of them like just bailing. And oh like, my god. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. How are you yeah. still alive? Yeah. But. Well, it's kind of cool too. That that reminds me of you've been actually showing your process a lot lately, mm-hmm. like on your Instagram and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah, try to. Why'd you start doing that? I just wanted to. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people have been asking for a while for me to like put up the YouTube channel or put up a Twitch channel or like stream or something like that. And this is like my way of just like not doing that, but kind of doing it at the same time. Like, I'm I'm not confident enough to, you know, stream my weird process on twitch but right. you know if i can like give some snapshot updates to like how something turned out or how it you, you know came to be i know so like <laughs> we'll see so like this one this is a bathroom that you did yeah, yeah, yeah and it's cool because you're showing you're showing off like the rough sketch that you did mm-hmm. and then i'm guessing this is like the layer you put at the bottom in photoshop yeah. Well, or how do you do it? That's like, actually so that that's an interesting thing. I recently started doing this like weird process. Um, so that's I wouldn't even like call that the rough sketch. Like there's a sketch before that sketch that I won't show anyone. Mm-hmm. That's like awful, <laughs> like terrible scribbles. This is tighter then. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, slightly tighter, but it's it's not what I would consider a tight sketch either. But yeah, I mean, so what I've been doing recently is I I'll take that sketch throw it on a multiply layer, drop the opacity to, you know, 10% or 5%. And then I'll start going through with the polygonal lasso tool and uh, going through and just blocking in the shapes that I want. Uh, And then I'll just get rid of that line layer after I get all the shapes blocked in and like start doing the lighting and stuff. It's so cool to see the evolution of what you did. And it looks like you have two different styles of lighting here. Yeah, two different. So, so I did like the bathroom uh during like evening or morning or whatever and i was like this kind of i do this a lot like what what can i do now how can i take this one step further and show case something that i haven't really done before and i was like you know i'll just get rid of all the like atmospheric lighting layers and go back down to those base colors and i'll do it again but when you say atmospheric lighting just for people that don't know what that means sure um yeah kind of how like the warm sun like kind of comes through the window and stuff and is like kind of the sun soft rays. and yeah just kind of like bouncing all over the place um so you're turning those on on their own layers on top of everything that you've made yeah yeah those are all you know it's not baked into the painting right. or anything it's not one layer but you, know, you can flip them on and off and adjust them what does your file look like after after like one of these is complete mm. like how many layers you got going? you group a lot of stuff i'd group a lot of stuff um I would say it's just mostly clipping masks. I mean, like clipping masks are the best thing if you're not utilizing them. Like I highly recommend. I'm a fan of masks. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Uh, I think I've used like two clipping masks. Yeah, in college. Oh man, they're so good. Very Photoshop. Yeah, I mean, like never again. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's okay. Yeah. I guess you I don't know that we, realm. We use them differently, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's mostly just clipping masks. Um, I have like I'm working on a board game cover right now too, and that file's getting like pretty big. You're I working on a board it. game? Yeah. yeah. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Tell me about this. Um, it was just a random inquiry from one of the profiles or one of the uh, portfolio sites I have. Nice. Uh, kind of out and you know. Randomly heavy like illustration. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's still in the works, so we can't look at it right now. Right? 
Um, actually, I can. I could probably show some stuff. Okay. Because I talked to him, and he said that he was cool, like, you know, promoting it as long as, you know, people knew what it was and everything. Is there we're a way just flashing on it? screen for, like, one second. Yeah, yeah. we're flashing it. <laughs> one frame. Now. Right. <laughs> one frame. No, oh, I mean, it's beautiful. Right. I can actually see her. <laughs> no, it. It's it's pretty cool so far. Um, But, yeah, we'll, we'll, like, as soon as the Kickstarter link and everything goes up, um you know we'll show that you uh you won an adobe live challenge i saw yes pretty recently yes i got that pulled up right here too um he tell us a little bit about that i didn't i didn't uh i just saw the finished products i didn't really know what the brief was or anything like that oh so the brief was um an illustrator uh incorporating a quote into a piece of art so like adobe does these events or not events but like these live streams on behance so they were doing one of those Mm -hmm. you were watching i'm guessing right like hundreds of people kind of tune in Uh and so you tuned in and then they gave a challenge right okay yeah i have friends that like uh so kathleen and gus they they are uh gus is behind the camera kathleen interviews uh some of the people so if you've watched a lot of them you've probably seen kathleen but we went to uh ccad together and they work at uh adobe now okay cool and do the live stuff so i was talking to them and uh you know moving out is like super expensive and like i was like looking at the photoshop costs every month and i was like man i know they're write-offs but like it would just be great if i didn't have to pay for this and they were like oh like if you win a live challenge it's like you get a year free and i'm like opportunity yeah I'll there do you it. go yeah so <laughs> yeah i mean i just tuned in and busted a little illustration out and Got, got I like how it's like, oh, I busted out a little illustration, but like, look at this thing. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite ones you've done. Oh, well, I mean, I sense. am. I do love the outdoors, so like, yeah, that's true. Um, I would love. It. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like a pretty strict time limit on it. I think. I think. Yeah, it's I think they're like, like before the stream is over, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like 45 minutes. Or What's so. the quote on that? Uh, it's a quote from um, John Muir. John Muir, yeah. Oh, okay. From Muir Woods. I don't remember what yeah, the quote was. Muir it was, Valley. Yeah, it was too. In every walk in with, in, in every walk in with nature, one receives far far more than he seeks. John Muir. Yeah, I think we've all been kind of inspired by John Muir. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did that like coffee brand. Yeah, Muir that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. So yeah, you got a free a year, huh? Yeah, nice. you know. And now, what if you win another one? Do you get another stack year rollover? Well, I'm not greedy, up? but no. I mean, why not? I mean, you're, you're working for it, so it's like. <laughs> right. I feel like it's kind of cool, like for anybody listening, to be like, hey, if you want a free year of Adobe, like work for it. Oh some, yeah, dude, some awesome please turn in, tune into the Adobe Live challenges. We'll Kathleen. put a link. We'll put a link in the description for where. I mean, it's just like Behance.com, but yeah, and um, say hi to Kathleen and Gus. Tell them that Danny sent you. Yeah, shout and out. They'll be super happy. <laughs> yeah, um, that's awesome, man. Uh, that's a cool story. Um, something else that I want to bring up that's okay. pretty pretty interesting. Uh, so there's this Twitch streamer named Dr. Disrespect. He's like huge yeah. and he's really funny. He's like a whole, he's got his whole persona. He wears like a mustache and like right. a wig and glasses and he's got this whole 80s style thing. Um, You're getting there. Right. Yeah. My right. Stash, you can almost yeah. be him. Right. I could almost, almost be the doc. You just I don't need, know. He has some sunglasses. I need some like dad 80s style glasses. Right. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, so he's a super talented like video gamer guy, and you guys actually turned me on to him because I didn't really know much about him. But oh yeah, I've been playing like a little bit more like PUBG and mm-hmm. like Fortnite. You guys play Fortnite more than I do, but yeah, um, yeah, we play together all the time. Yeah, we lose together all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a, it's a young man's game. Yeah, it is Fortnite. Young man's game. <laughs> guys, All the building is just so hard, I feel like. People are nuts. Kids out there are too right. good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Jamie gets some good kills though every once in a while. Right, you wouldn't be winning squads team behind me. You're getting there. <laughs> yeah, when when he's not competing with his uh, OS. So. Yeah, but so <laughs> it seems like you do a lot of like fun, like kind of like that Adobe thing. You just decided yeah. like, hey, I got some time. I want to do this because like you're passionate about it. So right. you've spent some time just creating projects and concepts that you think are fun. Mm-hmm. So I've I've seen a few of the ones you posted on Twitter, and one of them was like a. Uh, like a Fortnite, uh, like AK forty seven, right? Because I don't think they have them. Do they have them now? Uh, no, they have ARs. Okay. So you decided to make one as like a concept, mm-hmm. and that got like a lot of like attention online. It seemed like yeah, it got some pretty good attention. Is it on your uh, Instagram? Uh, oh, yeah, is. yeah, I have a process video of that one too on my Instagram stories because that's okay. when I started uh, implementing a three D base, and I so I'm like I know my way around three D software, so I blocked out a uh, AK-47 kind of shape in Blender, which is a free software. Um, and I kind of took a s- screenshot of that, and then I just started drawing over On top it. of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So it's like a model that you found online. No, I, I made it. Oh, you made from, the model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, go into detail. If you if you Yeah, just basic it, shapes. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, super duper, like, rough. Let's see if I can bring it up. Yeah, what I like about it is that it's obviously an AK-47. Okay. Right. So it's that. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. But that's all you need. Wow. It's just, you know. The basic contours of the shit. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just, it's it's a sketch, but in 3D. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I got that perspective, that kind of Fortnite perspective, right? And it's like a little stubbier, kind mm-hmm. of, like, yeah. to give it that cartoony feel. Right. Yeah. Because Fortnite has a very distinct look. Yeah. It uh, definitely looks like it's been, it was created by Epic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, good. that looks that's like good. it would be in the game. It does, sure. right. yeah. And so you posted this, and it got you posted on Twitter or Reddit or what'd you do? Um, probably both. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I usually post it everywhere. And then it got kind of spread around, but you mm-hmm. weren't, you didn't get like uh, any credit, or did you for this one? I, well, no, not really. I mean, I I had heard like a lot of people on Reddit were telling me that a bunch of sites were like stealing it and stuff, and saying that it was a leaked skin. Which is really funny, <laughs> and I feel like when you're posting these without like a lot of expectation. It's like fun for you to do. So oh, it's like yeah. a win-win. Like if it does right. get spread around, cool. Yeah, I mean, like Epic and Fortnite. I mean, I've been following Fortnite. I was telling Jamie like since before it was a battle royale okay. game. So yeah, I mean, this was like a few years ago because uh, it's been in development for a long time, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be like this mashup between uh, like Call of Duty Zombies and. Um, I don't even know what else like minecraft almost right where it's like you can build this stuff and then you have to protect it from hordes of zombies mm-hmm. but then the success of uh pub like epic recognized that and they implemented a battle royale mode they're ready to go they could just do it so quick too and that just like took off like crazy isn't it still in like beta technically like it's not really mm, probably I don't know if it's early access. Early Maybe access. it is early yeah. access. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. It's crazy. Yeah, it's but, that's the standard for for these yeah. days. It's like <laughs> your early access, access is not good. Gets you out of trouble. I think what's cool about this though is that like you're like an opportunist. Like mm-hmm. you're not waiting for something to come around. Like you're just doing stuff because you right. want to. Yeah. And I feel like people are like, oh, like you're really lucky or something. And it's like no, no. Like you're putting in the work and then. The more the more that you do things like this, the more there the chances are of something like 
getting like noticed. You know? Right. Yeah. For which sure. something did get noticed that you made, yeah. which is another concept. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we can talk about it. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll pull that one up. Okay. Because um, this is a pretty cool, like to see that, like, I think I saw it on your story. You posted like that. He. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was just what? calling out doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like tagged him. Hopefully he would like another person he might see like saying something yeah. about it. So, yeah. So back to doctor disrespect. Uh, so you made a, what, what would you call it? It's like a comb. It's just a, a yeah, like pickaxe uh, concept. I don't know. I mean, it's not very good. And I uh, just kind of busted it not out. Not very good. I says. remember. Well, I, I can definitely push it further. <laughs> I would like to push it further if I got the opportunity to. Um, because this was basically, what was the date on that? I mean, um, Okay, so I pulled up this. So Dr. Disrespect retweeted uh, your image here. Yes. Uh, June 25th. June 25th of this year. So that that was the one this year? Well, the retweet was on June 25th, so I don't okay. know when you made oh, it. Oh, I didn't know he retweeted it. He didn't retweet it. He he downloaded it and then tweeted it from his account. So he saved the JPEG to his Oh, wow, desktop. that's crappy. That's why <laughs> I kind of like tried to get in touch with him. Okay, so Dr. Disrespect saw your concept, which was just something you did for fun. Yes. Um, it, it looks a little rougher than the AK one, yeah, but like, this sure. was something you did before. Yeah, and I did this on the iPad. Yeah, March 29th. This is on the iPad? Yeah, that's why it's I like kind of kept it a little bit looser and like But it looks cool. Like it looks yeah. like that's the style that you're trying to go. So, with. Yeah. yeah, I mean I I mean it was a quick thing. I was uh like sitting maybe it was like Easter cuz I was at my mom's house and I just sat down and I had been like just getting into Dr. Disrespect a lot. And I was like I th- I've had this idea bouncing around my head for a little while. Like, let me just like do a quick sketch real quick. So I was sitting on my mom's couch, like stuffed from Easter food. And I, you know, did this and I put it out and like, it didn't get very much attention at all. I mean, I could put it on Reddit. I like, well, like that game some... was pretty small then. Yeah. Well, so, it was very, it was growing. Yeah. yeah. But I also yeah. like, you know, some, the internet's hit or miss. So it's like, it got like three upvotes on Reddit and like, you know, right. and most of the like comments were just like you're an idiot. <laughs> and so, like some context of like why you did this is because he uses like a comb to like mustache. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, mustache. yeah. He calls it the uh, Ethiopian caterpillar tamer. <laughs> or no, no, no. He calls it the Ethiopian caterpillar is his mustache. And then I, the name of the pickaxe is the Ethiopian caterpillar tamer. So the idea is like he would use yeah. that in the game to like right, yeah. like mine things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so materials, materials. Mm-hmm. And then you know, five months later. Out of nowhere, I'm like scrolling through Twitter and I'm like, oh, that's weird that Twitter's like showing me a post that I posted like five months ago. Like, what's going on? And then I looked at the name that tweeted it and I was like, oh, shit, that's Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no. What did you, what were you thinking? Like, at first I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, Doc saw my thing. And I like, I was like, oh, it has like, you know, 10,000 likes or didn't have 10,000. It, it got, was like you got sixteen thousand likes. It had um like a thousand likes at the time, so I got in pretty early, and I was like, "Oh man, I, like why are my notifications blowing up? Like this is huge for me. Like yeah. you know, someone reputable saw my work." Yeah. And then I like looked through, it and I was like, "Oh, he didn't yeah. tag me. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't put my name up there. This is terrible." Do you think so, somebody just sent it to him, and like he probably. didn't see that yeah. you tweeted it? I I give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I doubt that. he's searching like hashtags on Twitter. Right. Yeah. If we'll, you did we'll hashtag hashtags. that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And that dude has like 20, 30,000 people at a time that are like in his, like in his streams. streams. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I think he's got like a crazy amount of followers on 600K. 600K. His so it's camera. like, you want to think that he just, he didn't 700 now. mean any yeah. ill will like buy it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I can't think that because yeah. if I get hung up on this, like it's, it's going to do, you know, more damage right. to me. Like, I think I'm going to be hurting myself. It's just badass that he likes it. Right. He retweets. So it's like validation that what you're doing yeah. is right. Hopefully. Good. Yeah. Oh, for that sure. That he re- retweeted yeah. the, the bad one, but. Well, also, like, what was cool about it is that a lot of people stood up for you because yeah, a lot of people. You did, did say something like, "Hey, like, it'd be great to get a tag." Like, you weren't right. like begging for it, but you're no. just like, "Hey, like, I'm actually like so glad you like my work, right. but like, yeah. it'd be cool to get a tag or whatever." Yeah, I mean, and like, that's fair to say. I you think. can't just like jump someone and like yeah. start throwing accusations because I don't um, know, you know, what happened. So, you know, I just try to keep it chill. Like, would it have been awesome to get a tag? Of course, but. But dude, so many people were just like kind of like right there oh, yeah, for man. you, like battling they for you. Yeah, it was great. And I love that you yeah. showed the <laughs> yeah, like, like, like the you proof. didn't do it. You're like, oh wait, well I'm drawing it right here in this video. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot I recorded that one. Yeah, well, Procreate, the oh. app I use on the iPad, um, does an automatic uh, time lapse. So really? it's like, yeah, that's you do, so nice. Don't have to do anything. It just records your strokes automatically. So I was like, oh yeah, I did this in, in Procreate, like you know, stuffed from Easter like, I wish, sitting on my mom's couch. <laughs> I wish like every app had that. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see me yeah, like, go through a, a premiere mm-hmm. project or. That's interesting. Yeah. A lot so, of things I do on the computer. Does it store it locally or does it store it like. Uh, it's local. Cloud? It yeah. is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just have to export it and it just renders the video file, saves it to your videos. And then usually I take it, throw it in iMovie on the iPad, speed it up and then. You know, so I can get it down to 30 seconds and then I put it on Instagram or something. I mean, I guess it's just cool that like you made this thing because you wanted to for funsies. And then the best thing that could have happened happened, but then it didn't. Right. I mean, second best. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, I I, I like that your attitude is very just like humble and cool and like, you know what? Like, got like, it would have been cool to get more recognition, but whatever. You know what I mean? Just, Water off the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm not going to, like, post on Twitter, like, Dr. Disrespect, like, steals art from, like, yeah. coming artists. Uh, <laughs> yeah, isn't Should've that weird? Should have known. <laughs> if anybody would do it, it would be the doc. Yeah. You yeah. know? No. Maybe that's I his mean, thing. He just, he lives. Right. It's his brand. To the yeah. T of it. He's yeah. disrespectful of everything. Right. <laughs> no. Goes out to restaurants. That's right. Disrespectful to the servers. Only, only tips 10%. No. What a... Even though he's got multi-billion-dollar contracts, yeah, you know they just don't pay him enough, though. <laughs> Would you make another like concept for disrespect? Yeah, but I'd watermark it this time. Just watermark the crap <laughs> just out of it right across. I would the... say most things. Like if you're gonna yeah. put it out, like that probably is a good idea. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like I mean, something that you really care about mm-hmm. that you know might get seen. Yeah, I mean, and I've thought about it a lot, uh, but watermarking. It's like you can put it off to the edge or whatever, but it'll just get cropped out like by whoever wants to see yeah. it. Yeah, and you don't want to put it right in the middle. And if you put it right across, it's like that's not why I painted this. Like I, I painted this because I want people to enjoy that's true it the way that I want it to be enjoyed. So it's like you know, 
people yeah. are going to steal, and that just sucks a lot. No, no, That's the reality. How you get around that? I mean, I guess you just got to hope yep. that no one's going to take your stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just like keep keep making, you know, hopefully high quality stuff, and you know, one day it'll work out. I mean, it's already seeming to work out that you're getting like reposted and stuff, and mm-hmm. I think that hopefully just the next person that does what Doc did doesn't, or at least gives you credit. You know? Right. Yeah. And Doc, we we love you if you're watching. Yeah. We know you probably didn't mean any harm. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you. But if you want to come on and debate right. it, yeah, let's, let's well, chat about you. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he lives in like Chicago. No, he's in LA. He's in, like, like, or San Francisco. Yeah. We'll fly you down. No, we're not flying you. You can fly down on your own time. <laughs> Get your flappy gums over right, here, Doc. Yeah. Um, what? Okay, here's a question that I have because right. I'm curious for both for both of you guys. Hey. Um, what is your favorite time of day to create? Some people like the like middle of the night. Yeah. Some people like I really mean, early. Does it really matter? It sucks, but it's at night. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, my girlfriend gets up, like, super early for work now. Uh, and, like, we try to be on the same schedule because it's not great. Like, you know, if I'm up till 1 or 2 in the morning and she has to get up at, you know, 5.30 or 6, it's like then those are a few hours that, you know, she's in bed before I go to bed or, like, she wakes up before I wake up. So it's like, you know, having those few hours would be better together. Um yeah, I mean, like, especially back in Cincinnati, it's been definitely an adjustment here because um, there's no rain. And some of my favorite, like, painting memories are just, like, in Cincinnati, had my, you know, home studio yeah. in, in, in a whole room by myself. I, I, I didn't appreciate that, uh, that I had, like, a whole room, and now my studio is in mm-hmm. our living room. Um, and, I mean, it was raining outside. I got the window cracked. I got a candle lit. I got, you know, some warm lighting in the background. Vibes. And I'm just like going to yeah. town on a painting. Yeah. Rain is was really nice mm-hmm. to work in for sure. If you knew like no one's doing anything outside. Yeah. Like, I mean, the streets were empty. Yeah. It's just like it was yeah. super nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like environment is like really important when you're like a creator. You yeah. Know, you have to have like. Like, I like to turn a certain light on. I mm-hmm. like to have a little bit of, like, the right music. Oh, I yeah. like to have, like, either, like, a coffee or water. Sometimes, right. like, a beer or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, like, if you are if you don't have the things that are set up in a certain way to kind of, like, at least, like, get you in that creative mindset, then right. your work is going to suffer, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a diva about it or anything. You know, I've done, I've, like, <laughs> painted in, like, not? crappy situations before. Uh, especially out here. I mean, like we moved out here and, uh, we're like, okay, like, you know, studios in the living room now, that's an adjustment, but we're going to get through this and you know, it's going to be okay. And then like the wall behind me starts like vibrating from the, our neighbor's base. It's like, (laughs) he's playing like, uh, (laughs) who let the dogs out? I'm just like, no, he was playing show tunes for a while. I was like, like, man, like now I have to wear headphones all day. So I like have my headphones like. Yeah, I guess you could get kind of immersed in that workflow. If you yeah, I usually just have I a like movie on. Ones. I uh, I can't really have like the two monitor setup because I used to have my Cintiq over here and my main monitor over here and like, and then I had a TV here and in right. my old studio. So it's like can't really do that anymore. Um, 
luckily windows like has a split screen function where you know i can watch a movie on this side of the computer now and have my reference and email up on the other side and then i just work on my cintiq down in front of me that's something that i noticed too like is like i feel like as like designers or creators or even you know editors like having something going on on the mm-hmm. side is important like i like to listen to a podcast or yeah. like watch a twitch stream or listen to a movie or some mm-hmm. music and then also create because i don't know i don't know what it does but like it kind of helps you like get at ease yeah i, I mean know. it's like it's like um you know it's like the rain right exactly i mean it, it's almost like uh like starting in a new sketchbook you know it's like you don't want to start in a new sketchbook you're going to mess it up if you like you know do crappy drawing on that first page and then the rest of the sketchbook is going to be tainted but it's like if you got you know if you're working like halfway through a crappy sketchbook that means nothing it's like easier to kind of get started Mm. but if you're like silent in your head you know you kind of get inside your head and you're like thinking too much but if you got some background going you got some other thoughts you know kind of flowing yeah you know it just kind of like takes the edge off i watch uh, watch a movie i watch i rewatch a lot of movies uh, that I haven't seen in a long time, or Fair enough. I watch movies that don't have good plots. Like I, I like, um, <laughs> like, yeah, dude, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's funny. But so like, you just want noise, yeah, is what you're saying. Well, I like, I like horror movies. Actually, I, I watch a horror Whoa. movie. I, I watch at least one a day. Oh and, wow! Uh, yeah, I watch a lot. But it's like that's so funny because like your work is not that. It's like, not it's at complete. All. So maybe yeah, it's like I a balance that you're getting. Yeah, uh, I rewatch a lot of them too. But that's why I mean. I, I kind of have the problem, you know, I have, like, every subscription service, like, possible, and, like, I update, like, the list of horror movies that are on there, and I'm like, oh, horror movies coming out on Netflix this day, on Hulu this day. Danny's on... listening to, like, Amityville Horror, and, like, people getting stabbed, yeah. and he's drawing, like, a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. Like, Something, little, some real pretty scene. <laughs> yeah. Amityville some Horror is a good one to, <laughs> it's a good one to, to paint to. Never it's watched so Psycho, funny. though, to, during work, but... No. So people like on my channel always ask like, yeah. how do you get freelance clients? Like, how do you get work? Like, how do you like? So what would you say to that? Like, because I you mean, gotta, obviously, like you're getting a lot of like referrals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, what, like, what would be like your response? If I was starting out all over again, I mean, I told I think Jamie this, maybe you too. Uh, when I moved to Cincinnati, I was just out of college. I mean, like literally just graduated. Um, I did not know anybody in Cincinnati, did not know any of the companies. And what I did was I made this little illustration that was like an announcement, kind of like the rabbit one, mm-hmm. but way worse because it was 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, I got it printed and I printed out resumes too. And I redesigned my resume and everything. And I put those two things together and I mailed them to like 50 studios wow. uh, in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. And I heard back from one. Wow. And that one was willing to work with you. One of my yeah, best clients, Foster and Flux. So Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a great so it's like a blanket like kind of like uh advertisement yeah. in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And I mean you can send emails all day and whether or not you that person that you send it to sees them or uh you know if you if you haven't gotten lost in the digital like kind of chaotic mess of you know an art director's inbox uh you know you can take that chance too i mean i've gotten jobs like that but like sending something tangible yeah tangible and making someone feel guilty if they want to throw it away like that's an interesting you're in man you get to print it on nice paper 
with your information clearly laid out. And they're going to be like, oh, this fucking piece of paper costs five dollars like i don't <laughs> want to throw it away now like yeah. maybe the art sucks maybe it doesn't but like you know they have your name in their head now i think that's just the way you got to do it you got to like not be like people are going to say no to you no matter yeah. what like that's just yeah. a thing and, like, you can't beat yourself up over it you kind of just got to know that that's mm-hmm. just gonna a thing that's gonna happen and right. i still have i mean i have a folder in my email uh inbox and it's all of my rejection letters from Disney, from Pixar, from Blizzard, from, you know, even Epic now. And, and I mean, there's hundreds of them because I, you know, whenever a job comes up, I'm like, oh, send in my information again. Like, what's it going to hurt? Yeah. And I get a rejection email from from most of them. And so I just I have those. You should keep all those. And then like, that's, that's what I do. When you blow up, mm-hmm. which you will, because Danny's mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Yeah. I want you to yeah. print them all out and just put that, like put the rejection letters up right. on your yeah. office wall. Awesome. I mean, but <laughs> I see like the documents. That's yeah, that's yeah. why I have them is because hopefully someday, you know, I get a job at a good studio. Oh, dude, but you're gonna own your own studio. We'll see. I don't know if I want to do that. It's so much work. But yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I, I just right. That's right. I just want to draw, man. I don't yeah. want to like. I have enough problems like doing my own taxes as a freelancer. Every you almost year. become it's like, like a manager. You like step out of what you like to do. Right. You end up like managing. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know what you mean though. Yeah. I mean, for sure. It's different for everybody. You yeah. Know I mean, like I love to create, I always want to be creating, but mm-hmm. I also do want to have my own, you know, my own company, which is why I'm freelancing a lot more yeah. because I want to be my own boss, you know? Right. So I think that's more what I probably, oh, yeah, would like absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you get work coming in, when you're like yeah, going through a dry spell, you're like, what am I the boss of? <laughs> you're not the <laughs> like, boss of me now. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah we're, we're getting there it's slowly yeah. starting to ramp up That's like uh, so we're we're going um and i mean it's it's always hard you know there's a couple people in columbus when i moved to cincinnati that were like oh yeah like i worked with this guy who moved down to cincinnati like hit him up no one works with anyone who lives in san diego and i mean mm-hmm. that's like look, i didn't even know it's jamie in cincinnati yeah jamie and i never hung out in cincinnati and like when I moved to San Diego, Popping I was like, DMs. right. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Jamie lives here. Like I've seen his work around. Like he may know some things. Let's hang out. Yeah. And he knew a lot. And he knew a lot. He knew so much. Yeah. Just a little nugget of knowledge. Hey, Danny. So where can people uh, visit like your information or social media and stuff like that? Like what, what are um, some of the things? I think Instagram is just Danny Dufford. My website is dannydufford.com. D-A-N-N-Y. D-U-F-F-O-R-D. D-U-F-F-O-R-D. Two Fs. Danny Dufford. Uh, we'll put links in the description. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. We should be doing one of these pretty soon. Um, I think we'll have another awesome artist or designer on soon. Um, yeah, leave some comments. Let us know what you think about this format. Uh, I know we haven't posted in a while, but we'll be, uh, we'll be posting more. So Later. See ya. <laughs>